Tris, hella loud, bro. <laughs> you <laughs> Yo, you're about to blow up somebody's ears for real. <laughs> All right. All right, Rome, let's hear you real quick. Let's hear you, bro. How's your uh, podcast voice? Yo, what's going on, everybody? We out very, here. Very seductive. You feel me? He's got that deep, smooth sound, that, bro. That, that 10 p.m. voice at 10 a.m. Yep. You No, I think it's good that we're not um, recording with video because I feel like we're all kind of slumped right now. Yeah, man. It's early. <laughs> it's early yeah. in the day. Yeah, this, this is the earliest we ever recorded an episode. Listen, rise and shine, man. We out here. Don't even yeah. worry about that. <laughs> That's, this is our we're Sunday fun day. We're going to fight through that. Right, yeah. right. Yo, my main motivation for getting up this morning was brunch for sure. Are we still making it happen? Yeah, we definitely got to make, make it happen. 1025? Yeah, man. Not the time, the restaurant. Not the time, yeah, yeah the yeah, restaurant yeah, yeah. downtown, right to next be to, clear. Right next they got to downtown. The, they got the pizza. unlimited mimosas, and they got that mac and cheese uh, with the chicken, like the blackened chicken in oh, it. Oh, you had that last time, didn't yeah, you? Man, yeah, man, I'm getting yeah. that same shit again, bro. That shit's lit. Yo, um, I think I might be down for bottomless, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think it's a bottomless type of day. Yeah. yeah I, I just need something that's plentiful right now. Right? Bountiful. Right? No light meals right What's now. Some of the, that verbiage, bro. <laughs> plentiful. Freaking. Yo, I've always <laughs> been impressed with Rome's vocabulary <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's an FCAT word, bro. You got to bring that back. <laughs> so for y'all listening, uh, we have Jerome Reed um, on the show right now. And Jerome, bro, um, appreciate you for coming out, man. You Since you were in town, we had to bring you on the show, bro. Um no, Jerome is like, he's a very influential dude. He's been a very influential guy to me and to many people around me. And, um, you know, he's got an interesting story and an interesting um, business that he's trying to build and the brand. Mm-hmm. And um, we figured that it'd be great to have him on and so he can share that with you all and with us. So what's good, bro? What's up? Listen, man, I'm just glad to be a part of this. I remember when you, uh, when you both... And let me know that this is the idea that you were going forth with. And I'm just really uh, excited for the execution that you both have put into this, man. So if I can say anything to both of you, stay encouraged. Uh, don't worry about things to the left, to your right. Uh, just march in whatever you feel like this vision is supposed to become. Really happy to be a part of this and see you guys thrive within it. We appreciate that, man. We definitely appreciate that. As you can tell by listening to him, like you could tell how influential he is in just a couple sentences he just talked about. Right, Alan? Yeah, you're gonna probably have to wanna run like ten miles after this yep. episode. Yep. <laughs> after yep. hearing this guy talk. Motivational speaker right here. <laughs> right, right. But um I didn't mention his full name, his name his full name is Jerome. Alexander Reed the first. The first. <laughs> the first. Government. Yeah, government. Yep, yep. Jerome Alexander Reed the mm-hmm. first. Yep. So our fans and listeners are definitely gonna wanna hear your story of how you came up, how'd you get to Southwest Florida and what you're doing now. So do you wanna give the fans and listeners a little background on yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, he said it, Jerome Alexander Reed. I was born in Jamaica, Queens, New York. Hey. Shout out to that spot over there. That's cool. Um, 1991. <laughs> I ended up in Florida uh, just a couple of years after I was born. My parents, uh, they, they had a split. Still cool. Still have a great relationship with my father and, and my mother. But we split in 93, moved to Florida to be with my grandmother and great-grandmother. Uh, fast forward to, you know, high school years and uh the, the origin of me ending up in Southwest Florida really started right there. Um, I was in this program called Upward Bound. It was a college prep program. And uh, by way of that, we did a lot of college tours throughout the state, uh, was able to hit like five or six each summer. I was a part of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember taking a tour of FGCU in like 2006 when North Lake really sold me on the idea, and I yeah. never even stayed in North Lake. I was like, "Oh, this is right by the water. Like, this is fly. Let me be a part of that." So, um, yeah, ended up um, ended up applying, and um, at the same time, I was waiting for an answer. I was actually really trying to uh, play college ball at like a local uh, community college in my area of Mount Dora. That's where I was raised, Mount Dora, Florida, right outside of Orlando. Um, that didn't pan out the way I hoped. FGCU gave me that approval letter. And here we are, I just ended up in uh, Southwest Florida, Fort Myers. I moved here in 2009, uh, ended up with my, my bachelor's in communication with a journalism minor. Turn up, turn up. Turn up, turn up. Um, and finished that in 2013, moved out 2014. So I had a good run here, a good five years. Um, obviously the ties are still here. Love coming back, uh, being with my fraternity, being with people that I really grew with, run with, 
and still learn from. So there we go. Did you apply anywhere else? Uh, I applied to Flagler College. Um, I want to. I can't remember where, where that the, is right the now. The Flagler College flag on you, bro. They did. They did. They did. <laughs> they did. But it's cool. It's cool. You know, no love lost. No love lost. Um, I'm trying to think. I applied to FIU, Florida International. True. Um, and at the time, I was just like, I don't want to go too too far away from the fam because uh, even moving from Mount Dora to Fort Myers, that's a three and a half hour trip. Um, you yeah. don't want to be still accessible for the family. So, yo, shout uh, out to all the Mount Dorians. Is that, oh, is that what they're called? Mount, Mount Dorian. Dor- I've never heard that, but you know, shout out Lake Mount. That's you know, that's what Mount. we call it growing up. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, man. Still have a lot of, <laughs> uh, still have a lot of family there. A lot of people that I like grew with saw me when I was like a child. And uh, when I go back, I still feel weird if I don't go speak to the neighbors. You know, like it's mm-hmm. that type of environment when I come back. So, uh, shout out to Road Street. Uh, <laughs> yo, it sounded like you said Grove Street. Street. I was no, like, yo, no. Grab the Fado San Andreas. Street, R H O D E S. I was raised on that street, 1543 North Road Street. We don't live there anymore, but uh, that's what grew me. Yeah, don't pull up to that yeah, address. Don't pull up to that. That's no. a new family. It's a new family. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's funny. So I want to um, kind of go more in depth into your like FGCU experiences because I know a lot of people talk down on communication majors. Because, you know, it's such a broad major itself. Um, But you're able to take that, you know, degree and use it for what you're doing now. So what kind of guided you into doing, you know, that communication and journalism major? Well, at the time, um, well, not at the time, but the second half of high school, like my junior and senior year, I really thought I was going to move into the ESPN direction. I wanted to go into uh, sports broadcasting, actually calling the game. Like, so people like Mike Breen, uh, Mike Tirico, uh, think people like that. I, that's who I uh, really aspired to be like at that time. Uh, going into the degree, um, I recognized that while that still could be a possibility, I just saw more opportunity to branch out away from that because no disrespect to them, I figured out that I didn't want to be that person just like talking about the feats of others like that in that type of medium. Like you hear broadcasters, it's always like, I don't even need to go into it, but it's very like, I'm out here just praising them Mm -hmm. for whatever they do and there's nothing wrong with that profession, but I just wanted something more out of the field that I was going into. So um, I had no idea that I would turn that into building raw recruits, um, reaching athletes with education. And if somebody would have told me that I would be building this while I was actually living here in Fort Myers uh, five years ago, I I did not see it on the horizon at all. So um, some of the experiences that I had working for the Naples Daily News, uh, working for Eagle News for a semester in their newspaper uh, area, different experiences like that really helped give me the confidence that I could start something like this on my own. Didn't um, some of those experiences have you like going to different schools to write stories about different teams, like sports teams? Yeah, absolutely. So when I was working for the Naples Daily News, um, I started out as an intern. Uh, That was the one and only internship I had while as a student. And it turned into a really solid part-time gig. I want to say that was from uh, spring 13 to summer 14. And I moved from here to Gainesville. Uh, August of 2014. So it was about a year and some change that I was with the Naples Daily News. Um, met some great people that really um, let me know that I could be a real pillar in this community at the time that I was there. Uh, not not only for the, the work that I created, uh, but they recognized the personality that I was trying to create for myself, just very personable, very outgoing, very easy to speak to, speak with. So um, me going out to places like North Fort Myers High School, South Fort Myers High School, Estero, uh, Laley, uh, Gulf Coast, Naples, those areas, just being able to really see the landscape of student athletics uh, at that time, uh, it helped tremendously to what we're doing today. Um, you said we, you have a business partner? Actually, not at the moment. Um, I do have some people that I work closely with. Um, we have a few interns through the University of Florida's College of Journalism and Communications, and we have a rotating Uh, how do I say it? We have a rotating setup of personnel that come in and out that help uh, create the content that we issue out on a day-to-day basis per semester through the college. Um, I did have a a business partner, and I'm not 
uh, shy to speak about it. Uh, we actually decided to part ways in May, and I've been, you know, running it ever since. And while it's been a challenge to uh, not pick up the slack, so to speak, but to just get everything, like both sides on track, uh, I'm ready for that challenge. I'm up for it, and we're really starting to push and thrive within it. How many interns do you have? Currently, two. Uh, Wes Trotta, Kevin Smalls, they've been doing phenomenal, phenomenal work for us uh, since August. Uh, and even more than what they've helped us create, it's, it's really awesome to create an entity that has the opportunity to give that opportunity. Because I remember searching for internships at the time before I had Naples Alien News locked in. It's a stressful period of time. And I feel like we do a great job of bringing people in, figuring out what they want to be great at what they're not so great at, and devising a plan on how to help them achieve what they're looking for so that when they leave Raw Recruits and move on uh, to different roles, they can say that this was a pivotal piece to them being prepared for that. True, true, true. So um, reaching athletes with, it, with education, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So can you, <clears throat> I guess, what is the overall goal? In trying to reach athletes with education are you trying to go to these schools and are you trying to obviously like um get like highlight reels for them right mm -hmm. and are you trying to kind of get them into college are you trying to help boost that like promotion yes yeah. all of all of that okay. so i would say what we do with raw is twofold one we help local student athletes get that extra collegiate exposure by way of the skill tapes and highlight tapes that we create for the local talent in that area. Um, I would say our primary uh, base is North Central Florida, so anywhere from Tampa to the Jacksonville area in between. Uh, but we've also done some work in Orlando and Miami, uh, Tallahassee, so uh, we're really looking to branch out and take over this whole state over time. Uh, so that's one side. Have you dealt with um, any egotistical athletes? Oh, that's major. That's um, a good question. Yeah. I, I would refrain from using that word for uh, kids who are like between 14 and 17. Sorry. They grow it, man. They learn in their personalities. Yeah, they're, they're, just yeah. like you said, man, they're learning how to be adults in the media, young adults in the media. And I think with t today's day and age, and I'm a part of it, like we're a media entity, we're a part of it, we, we, uh, we produce for it. Um, it's really easy for these kids to get kind of caught up in the idea of these cameras always being around and they yep. know that somebody's gonna show up to their game regardless of you know what's going on around them. Like they know that they're the talent that wants to be seen in today's day and age. I think even 10 years ago, uh, the amount of publicity that high school athletics receives just wasn't present and again with the amount of coverage that mainstream media has created and us like ourselves who are creating our own wave of media you combine those two of course you might run into some kids that like feed off of that you know what i'm saying so um i think it's a challenge for them to understand that yes we um, are going to be a part of the mission of exposing these student athletes in a positive way. Uh, but they have to learn that there's some personality traits that need to be worked on to absorb that mm -hmm. in the best way. So you don't give off these negative vibes that some of these kids that we've seen can sometimes give off. That's so interesting to me because like when I was in high school going through and playing football, you don't really see like media outlets going to the schools and going to the games unless there was like a number one player like on the team, like in the nation or something like that. But to have a company that, you know, highlights just athletes in general, whether, you know, they're really great or, you know, you're, you're shouting out someone's, you know, great academic um, highlights. So I think that that's pretty interesting. And it's definitely something that is needed, um, especially in Southwest Florida, because there's so many like great, talented uh, kids who are in high school that don't necessarily get all the shine. Um, but it's usually those kids that end up being either in like either in the NFL or, some, or doing something great. Yeah. You know what I mean? With their lives. Absolutely. The so. underdog always rises in the end, man. And, you know, even to touch on your point about just the, the quote unquote lesser than student athlete, I think we do a, a really great job and we want to be better at it even of hitting 
all the schools in our predominant area. So Gainesville, between Gainesville and Ocala, you're talking about at least 30 plus uh, high schools. We really aim to get to each spot at least one time because you never know what could be out there. And we, you know, we get tips about, hey, you should go to, you know, Westport High School and check this person out. You should go to Trinity Catholic High School and check this person out. Um, but even aside from that, uh, we really pride ourselves on not trying to focus on that number one person all the time. Uh, we really want to hit all of our bases with this coverage. Damn, so you, you travel um, from city to city often. Oh, man, huh? yo. The yeah, Ford be, Fusion has be. miles on it. <laughs> yeah, the Ford yeah, Fusion yeah. has miles on it, you man. You got you a Prius, bro. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> might go straight electric, man. Right. Um, but honestly, I love it, bro. I really, truly do love it. And you know, and we've talked about it before on the side. And I have uh, other friends like, yo, like it seems like every weekend, like you're out of town, going somewhere, doing this, doing that. And yeah, I mean, it's it's strenuous to make the drive. But I think the reward is seeing the reactions of people when we actually arrive to the site that we're going to. Um, I feel like our uh, entity is very well respected and uh, really appreciated and just people want us to be a part of what they're creating for their student athletes and for student athletes around the area. So I'm just trying to walk in that feeling and keep that going. That's awesome, man. That's definitely awesome. I know we were talking a little bit like off mic about you wanting to expand and you have your aspirations to to make raw recruits even better than it is now. Um, can you walk us like through your mentality of essentially like what kind of what what motivates you to go ahead and go out and travel everywhere and talk to these student athletes and go to different schools and and want to help students in your area? Yeah, especially especially that I don't think you're generating much revenue from it. Right. Because you're doing this to all straight up building a brand and out of love, so there's a no one's compensating your gas, no one is compensating the the work ethic that you're putting in trying to promote this. So yeah, take us to that mentality, bro. I know you go through some hard times. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I think over the last two years, we've definitely gotten better with uh, monetizing what we do um, when it comes to working specifically with student athletes and their families. That's one subset. Uh, when it comes to working with whole teams uh, and creating content for the team itself, that's another way that we bring in revenue. So that's gotten a lot better uh, compared to where we were, you know, 2015, 2016. Uh, so there's that. Uh, but overall, the motivation definitely doesn't lie within that. I want to be a beacon for the youth, man. Um, I, man, I feel so strongly in the idea that uh, through this platform, we have an opportunity to just bar none influence and inspire a future generation of people that will one day have to take care of us in some way. I, I want to be a part of that growth. I, I, I want the platform to be a catalyst to that growth. So I'm really focusing on not com coming to these games and just getting this content and leaving directly after. I really try to maintain a relationship with some of the kids that we work with. Um, if people hit us up via direct message or a text, I gladly respond to everybody that I can and really engage in the conversation. Like, what are you really trying to do aside from this sports stuff? And that's where the educational realm comes in. And it's not all about just getting good grades and like graduating. It's more about self-education. Like, what are you really trying to turn yourself into? Yep, building character. Yes, you know? yes. How can my conversation with you help influence that thought? Awesome, man. Like, I don't know if anybody has, like, worked with kids often, but, like, when you work with kids, you really have to, like, level up your own personal life because mm -hmm. everything you do is under a microscope. And every little action, every little, like, response is is judged because working with youth, like, they're sponges. They, they yeah. absorb everything. So you really have to, you know, approach things in a way where you know you're making a positive impact. And just my our personal experience with you, Rome, um, like we know you're the type of person that you are going to not only motivate yourself to win, but you're just naturally going to motivate people around you to win as well. Mm -hmm. And it's just a, it's the vibe that, that comes off of you. So like you're the perfect person to be able to, you know, uh, create that catalyst for this particular uh, media platform. So I applaud you, sir. I applaud you. Amen. I applaud you too, man. Well, as long as, <clears throat> as long as those kids aren't hard headed, you know, <laughs> that comes with the territory. Hard, hard, hard headed you know? like me when I was a lot younger. So, <laughs> you know, I didn't like listening 
to anybody, you know. I could very, imagine re- a very, young re- Alan. Very, very rebellious. <laughs> a 15-year-old Alan. Walk me Man, through that. <laughs> bro, I didn't give, bro, I didn't give a fuck, bro, honestly, dog. I just, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't listen to authority about anything, man. I'm just, you know, but that was just me being, being a dumbass, you know. You know who else was like a, a rebel when he was young? Whom? The, the Rock. I, yeah, you're right. And look how, yeah, so you're right. Calling me, are you calling me the rock? I'm you're saying, saying you have the potential to be the potential to be an influencer right. like him. Right. Well, or at I mean, least I, the pebble, I, bro. Well, I, I definitely need to eat more. I need <laughs> <laughs> the pebble. Yo, what's the Spanish word for pebble, bro? That's, that's what you're going to be, bro. That's what you're going to be, bro. La piedra. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Man, but um, I, to, to get to the rock, man, I need to eat more. Need more protein, bro. I need more protein and yeah. greens because you know me. Right. Yo, I've mentioned it in every episode. Like, I love handles. Listen, man, you're getting better, bro. I see the work. <laughs> hey, I hey, see I the pre- work. I pre- yeah, I appreciate y'all for uh, everybody who came out this week and told me I'm getting skinnier, bro. I've been I've been working hard at it, man. That's dope, man. Keep it up, man. Keep it up. Hey, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to be like Rome, bro. Bro, I'm nowhere near where I'm trying to get to, man. I still need to do the same thing. But food is the hardest part about this whole workout thing, man. Like, it really is. That's why meal. Yo, so is so, so Rome, so Rome. I'm gonna tell y'all something about Jerome. So when he comes and does his, um, when he promotes videos here in Fort Myers, he be bringing like straight containers of food <laughs> with him. You know, like he, <laughs> he, he, will, he, will not, he he budgets strong. Like you want to talk like I'm I'm a frugal person. This man right here. Yo, don't call me frugal though. I just plan well. That's nah, being frugal, nah, you're, bro. You're, you're frugal, <laughs> bro. You're frugal, you don't you don't want to spend money on food, bro. I get it. I'm the same way, bro. I bring my I bring my breakfast to to work all the time. And I try to I try to bring lunch to work every time yeah. because I'm like ah I don't want to spend money <laughs> in the cafeteria you know even if it's just like three or four bucks you know I'm, y- y'all know me man I'm, I I could be hella I and I work I've learned not to say cheap frugal <laughs> frugal is the word yeah synonyms out here synonyms out here yo but he be bringing but but Rome I I got my fridge full and this man be bringing like. Seven containers of like ground turkey. And he, that's what he's breakfast, lunch, and dinner, man. Bro, <laughs> Rome is definitely the type of person in the office where like you're eating your lunch and you like leave some. He's gonna be like, "Yo, you gonna finish that?" <laughs> <laughs> I left those days behind, man. I left those days behind. I don't that was mad. Twenty thirteen. I don't believe it, bro. I don't believe it, bro. That's a that's a like a internal characteristic. You gotta man. leave undergrad <laughs> where it's at, bro. I would never be let down for that. It's stars and stripes, so does that function. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> I would never be let down for that. Low, low key, it's still kind of a part of in, like, yeah, you did that in undergrad a lot. Maybe you change your ways, you know, but Absolutely. it's still low key, you know, it's inside you. It's I mean, you don't forget you. where you came from. That right? gene, that gene. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing, though. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, you want to save money. Of you want to use the money mm-hmm. towards things that you're passionate about. You know what I mean? So anywhere you can save is a, is a good thing. Right. And I feel like that's a perfect opportunity to teach young people. Hey, these are different things you can do to save money so that you can save money for your actual future that you want to do. Right. And, you know, I've been here, like, I remember last year, I came here for, like, five days for the City of Palms tournament out yeah. here in Fort Myers last yeah. December. Yeah, I remember. Where I had, like, 12 meals because we were, on, we were on site for, like, you know, 14 yeah, that's hours. Yeah, that, that's, that's the, the City of Palms tournament as well. I was thinking about when you brought, like, the, all the ground turkey. Mm-hmm. And I, I, low-key, I took some while you were away. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Did I'm you like kidding. it? Was it good? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm about to say. Like, tell me if it was good or not. I packed some for lunch, you know. I was like, ah, oh, I don't got to cook today. If you so, took yeah. a meal, I probably wouldn't even notice it was that many. <laughs> right. Yo, you know how I know Rome is changing? Because last time... I, like I, I went to Gainesville and Rome let me stay at his crib. He made me this omelet, bro. That was fire, bro. Listen, fire listen. ass omelet. And it was healthy. You know yes. what I mean? Some and, spinach, you know, you know yeah. grape tomatoes. You feel? I, I didn't even fucking like even think twice about it. I was like, I right, bet I'm gonna eat it. Yeah, you do be chefing it up, bro. Chef boy, all Rome in the building. <laughs> um. Chef boy, all Rome. So <laughs> yeah, so you mentioned this. It's difficult to like eat, you know, f- like uh, follow eating schedule with your hectic work schedule with raw recruits. So, um, but I wanted to know, like, can you give us like a rundown of like the behind the scenes work of raw recruits and what what goes into the planning and trying to promote, you know, make videos and what do you what what do you so what, give us the steps on it, you know, like how how do you do promotional videos? How do you do posts and you know because mm-hmm. marketing for some upcoming businesses and this is what we've talked to in our recent guests. Marketing has been a challenge, you know. Yes. You know, yes. a constant theme of a challenge. So how how do you promote raw recruits? Uh, one of the biggest things we do, and this goes back into the idea of traveling the way we do, um, 
figuring out a way to be at all of these exposure camps, uh, exposure events, things that like we know a uh, hundred plus kids are going to be at. So if we walk in a building and say, hey, we're going to be covering this event, uh, there's a very high chance that we're going to get a lot of business from parents that are looking to specifically have their student athlete on tape, on film. We bring that film back, uh, construct it the way we construct it, and get it shipped out to them so they can distribute it in the fashion of which they want to. Um, so that's an, one way. Um, another way, especially like thinking about what we do in the city, um, is just being on scene. Like there's no, there's other marketing tactics that we do as far as working with uh, Facebook to do Facebook ads, Instagram ads, uh, word of mouth. And, a small city like Gainesville does go a long way, uh, but nothing can be substituted for the idea of just being in as many places as you can, having that, having the uh, personality to say, hey, I'm going to go to this event, I'm going to go to this game, interact with both sides of the coaches. We're not biased in any way. I need to talk to everybody. We need to talk to everybody. Um, once we get our content, if we're covering like from a, not generic, that's the wrong word, but if we're just covering the event as is, we push out the content that we create, that word travels, it gets spread, it gets shared, it gets retweeted, it gets shared on Facebook. That has done wonders for us in the, the last 18 months. So um, I think the biggest thing, we can't substitute the idea of just being on the scene. We wanna be in, in as many places as possible. The idea of the interns, that helps go a long way. Now, instead of being in one place at one time, now we're in three. The most interns we've ever had for one semester is seven. And that wow. helped out so much as far as just like you, you see the brand well, everywhere. All the, all the dirty work. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of management, like managing as well. Because um, like when it comes to like building a brand and building a business, there's so many different elements that you learn on the fly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, because you didn't go to school to be a manager. You went to school for communication and journalism. But right. now you so happen to be managing seven interns. You know what I mean? This was a few summers ago, but yeah, like it, it was it was a really hectic period of time. Uh, luckily, it was the summer, so it, it granted the opportunity to really uh, be involved in the process of what they wanted to create and not just send them out and wait for things to come back to us. You know what I mean? Like we were very hands on during that period of time. Uh, so, you know, semester by semester, we've gone from seven to two to five to four. You know, it fluctuates uh, depending on, you know, how things are going. But um, the, the help, the hands. Man, you could imagine when it comes to just wanting to push out as much great content as we can, the hands go so far. And the, lear the learning, uh, like the curriculum that these interns are learning in terms of like how to market your brand and how to yeah. create video and push out content. That stuff's valuable nowadays. Like, oh, absolutely. You know, like yeah, some people, you know, are just naturally born with being able to do it and ma like manipulate social media the way that you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. But like there's some people who don't know how to do that and you're giving them the opportunity to learn, which mm. is pretty dope. Do you also send them on a... Um, coffee and donuts run absolutely <laughs> not man absolutely not I say yo for the two for the two that we have right now man I want to take them out like at the end of the semester man because they've they've just been so instrumental to the growth that we've had even in these past three months so they need to be rewarded for that I got to take them out get them some need yeah man I'm kidding I'm kidding guys no, 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 no. Like, you know, yo, to the interns that are gonna bro. listen you know <laughs> just, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding I'm trolling you know right right cube steak trying to add, no trying fillets to add no fillets <laughs> right steakums oh, steakums Do bro. dollar menu dollar menu no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> steak, egg, and cheese. Right? Oh, that's funny, bro. That's funny. You know what I wanted to talk about? You mentioned being on the scene and how important that is to building the exposure for your company. But here in Southwest Florida, there's not as many events as there are maybe in Jacksonville. But I wanted to ask you and kind of relate it to Southwest Florida. Is like, is there anything in Southwest Florida that you've learned that you've taken with you to Gainesville? Like any skills that have traveled along with you? Uh, oh, well, the first thing that comes to mind, and I'm just talking in no order. The first thing that does come to mind is not being, not being apprehensive or afraid to meet and speak with people that you just never spoke with. Mm -hmm. Like even working at the Naples News, we cover 25 plus high schools throughout the school year. Mm -hmm. Um and I'm coming in, I'm not familiar with anyone because I, I'm just not from here. Yeah. So they threw me into the wolves. I remember the first story that I ever did for uh, the Naples News. It was about a female kicker at a sterile high school, Emily Culverhouse. i never forget this person. 
and she had a foot like she was nice um but it's like for me like, i'm at the time 22 never did wrote a story before like that and here is this like you want to get this right it's such a yeah instrumental story to the city like mm -hmm. you know this is female kicker really killing it so um I remember, you know, reaching out to her parents and reach out to her, the coaches, just being blind to the whole process of how to really construct a story like this. So um, I think the biggest thing for me is uh, any room that we step in, any gym, any field, uh, we want to be able to say, hey, like, this is who I, this is what we do. And we know how to do it very, very, very well. So uh, I want to continue that. I urge our interns to not be um, afraid to go up to these coaches and go up to these players mm -hmm. and strikes and strike conversations. Uh, that was really um, a major conversation at the beginning of the semester. There, they were fresh. They were like me when I was 22. Never really been involved in a field like this. Yeah. So I wanted to coach them up and say, "Hey, like, don't fear that part of it. Welcome that part of it." And now we've been doing this for some time. Now they know who we are. They know what we're doing. It's mm -hmm. not like raw recruits on a shirt. It's unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. So rely on that to push your conversation forward. Yeah, man. Like, that's awesome. Like, not being apprehensive, like be, having the confidence to be able to go out and just talk to people. Like, we were having a conversation on our last episode about that, like how important it is to reach out to your community. Uh, this is the third episode in a row I'm mentioning this. <clears throat> mm. The book I just finished reading, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm -hmm. I, it always goes back to that. You know, mm -hmm. that book would just change the way you interact with somebody. Absolutely. Powerful. Man. Very powerful. Recommended. Third time in a row, I'm recommending that <laughs> book to read to everybody that's listening. I'm yeah. on it, man. I will get that book. I will get that book. I swear. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you know, Southwest Florida is a perfect, like, opportunity for you to learn how to be not apprehensive. I'm blanking on the word No, right you're good, now. man. But it's the perfect opportunity to get your feet wet and right. learn and talking to new people, understanding how different perspectives. Because... Yeah, it's not the most diverse area, but you do have really good people. You got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like Miami didn't get big. Just oh, it just got big. Boom, Miami. He's like, no, mm -hmm. I mean, you got to build that up. You know, right. it takes yep. people like Rome over here. Mm -hmm. You know, to go ahead and interact and try to you know create change and all mm -hmm. that. You know, mm -hmm. right. And that's that's what we we're talking about. I think in Kenny's episode, how you know when you're in the city, it's a lot different than when you're in a small town. When you're in a small town, you, everybody wants to work together, mm -hmm. you know, and try to, like, accomplish the same same goals, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're not trying to compete, you know, like how it is in the city. Yeah. Right. You know, it's just a clout chasing mostly. Right. Yeah, I feel like this area, Southwest Florida, very low-pressure area when it comes to that type yep. of idea. And, and I'm speaking more from, like, the sports journalism world. Mm -hmm. um, definitely a lot of great talent out here, even going back to when I was a part of the news uh, at the time, 2012, 2013. Um, but just as you said, man, like if you can look at uh, every conversation as practice, quote unquote, and really seek the opportunity to have these certain conversations, you'll be fine, man. You'll yeah, be man. fine. You'll grow within that. Like one of the my my own personal like lessons I've learned is like the more open minded you are and the more unafraid you are to just speak and just to get to know somebody is probably one of the most valuable lessons you could learn and take with you. That's a skill that's transferable no matter where yeah. you live, mm -hmm. even if you're outside the country. Right. And no matter what field, like, you mm -hmm. know, we got to communicate. We got to talk. I feel like as a, uh, not to get like philosophical or whatnot, but Bro, as, a, get as, philosophical, a, as a community, we need to talk more yeah. to one another. Like, I feel like some of the conversation, even in our, in our 20s, like I'm, I'm 28, um, you, both of you in your mid-20s now, like, uh, I think we really have to take more strides to fully engage with people even I, I can't remember it was while i was here i was talking to one of our brothers and i recognized that i was like on my phone doing something i like almost cracked my screen putting my phone down because i want to re remind myself that i want to be present in the moment i don't see y'all every day mm -hmm. I, mean, I live three eight, three four hours away so if i'm present i gotta make myself present mm -hmm. and i just feel like as a society we all need to do more of that making ourselves present Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of self-reflection, too, because that's probably one of the first steps is to be able to step back, look at yourself and be like, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right things? Am I, you know, interacting with the right people like that moment of self-reflection? You learn that while you're a little older. But at the same time, like once you start thinking in those 
like mindsets, that's when you know you need to take that next step. That's right. when you know you're ready to, you know, to level up in, in your own personal life, in my opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, surround yourself with uh with good people too, man. Have this that same mindset, you know. Can't yeah. have those that are trying to bring you down. Yeah, man. Recognize yeah. when people are sapping your energy. Like mm-hmm. really recognize that. Because it's it's that more happens. around you. Yeah, it's more around you than you think. Yeah. Uh, whether it be friends, family, coworkers, all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's online, online too. You mm. see it. You see it everywhere. You see it at work. You see it like in your personal life. Like there's a lot of people out there that want to sap your energy. But however, if you have the ability to, you know, recognize that, and, you know, not let them do that, and just keep doing you, then mm-hmm. that's more power to you, in my opinion. Yeah, but man, I want to shift uh shift the conversation a little bit from being a little too deep to more you know you know fun. So our, I want our guests I'll, love the deep talk. Though. Our guests definitely love the deep talk. But I want I want our guests <laughs> to know you a little bit better, Rome. So le- do you have any hobbies other than you know your your passion for work that you do? Oh yeah, man. I'm heavy heavy into music. Um, growing up, my my family we actually didn't play a lot of hip hop. Uh, in the in the family van, uh, grew up on a lot of gospel, a lot of uh, old school R and B like Motown's R and B seventies eighties joints. So um, I'm, it got me into the idea of records, like vinyl records. So mm-hmm. I have a record player. Got a few um, few records at the crib. I love Jimi Hendrix. Big fan of his. Uh, Marvin Gaye. I'm dabbling into more of his music, and um, it definitely. I think that genre allows me to tap into the elders of my family mm-hmm. a little more too, because that's their era. Yeah. Now we have a common bond attached to what we already have. We can talk about that, engage in that, and let that conversation go. Um, obviously, like getting more into the into the gym than I ever have been. I used to be like six four, one sixty five. You know how skinny that is. Skin and yeah. bones. Bones. Yeah. Skin yeah. and bones. Skeleton. Yeah. So like you know, I'm trying to get that going. Um, working. How do I say this? As far as like a hobby, it's more of like a, a challenge for myself, um, engaging more with distant family relatives. I've been working on that actively, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't call it like a hobby per se, but it's something I'm actively having spending my time on lately. Yeah, um, everybody got relatives that they feel like they may have like not really uh, connected with or maybe fallen off with in certain in certain regards. But I'm I'm taking that step, man. Who's going to take that step if not me? Yeah to reconcile and uh, mm-hmm. strike up certain conversations that would maybe need to be had. So been working on that. That's a real big move right there because not many people would do that. Like I know my, like me personally, I also working towards some like that particular mindset. Um, and it's hard. It's not the easiest thing to do to, you know, speak with family members, especially ones that you may not remember even yeah. like being in their life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And reaching out to them and, and trying to get to know them now as an adult. Versus, you know, them remembering you yeah, as you a kid. Know they're going to be salty yeah, about it. And yeah, yeah, it's like they, their relationships with, like, your other family members, you don't know how those relationships kind of, you know, waver. Right. So you have to, like, it's kind of like walking on seashells a little bit. A little you got to be careful. Yeah, you However, try, like, it's it, the rewards are, like, vast. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, There's definitely. so many rewards definitely. for that. Um, yeah, going back to the hobbies idea, man. I, whoever wants the work in mini golf, I'm I'm putting a hundred on it right now, bro. Well, I won that mini golf tournament and Carnival Cruise though. Yo, it was windy. First of all, <laughs> I still won, though. yo, I first, like, excuses, I still won. first of all, the boat was rocking. It was 18 miles an hour. The balls were light. It was raining. It was raining. It was raining. Like it was, you had a lot of ailments working to your favor. But yo, whoever Girl, wants to work what? in that, call me. DM me on Raw Recruits. Got you. Yo, shout uh, out to um, damn, what's it? I'm blanking on the name, but there's like a Gator Lane, not nah, Gator Lanes. There's a uh, something Cove, I forgot, near Coconut Point Mall, um, where there's mini golf, and I have been there oh, twice. Know you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, I do. Damn, I do. I'm, I'm so mad. I forget I the, word. the name because you I got Congo River too. Hmm? You got Congo River too. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking that's about. Okay, Congo yeah. River, yeah, Congo yeah, River yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted okay. to shout them out because it's a really good facility, like really nice mini golf. And yeah. I've been there a couple of times already, and I've always had and enjoyed my time there. Um, but I'm not that good at mini golf, bro. Listen, man, if you want a training session, holler at me. Listen, I'll be busting people. Busting <laughs> people. <laughs> Do you ever play one on one with any of your um, uh, athletes that you record? Yes, and some, bro. Honestly, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. 
be getting murked. These kids are good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, ho- I'm hoping you're getting some good D1, you know, <laughs> These kids are recruits. good, man. Yeah. Listen. You got crossed up, bro? Are we, one time oh, I'd, I'd be, I'd well, be completely crossed, destroyed, but I got, yeah. I, I got beat. Like, he he beat me. We played one-on-one to, like, five. It was, like, five to two. And um, <laughs> I'm going to shout him out. Jaden Moncrees. I hope he hears this. Jaden Moncrees. He plays at Spruce Creek High School now. Shout out to you, Jaden. Yeah, hey. my dog. I love Jaden, man. He's a good kid. Um, we played one-on-one in Atlanta. I was covering his AAU team. Uh, shout out Team Parsons. And um, there was, like, a lull in between, like, when he when they played next. We had, like, a couple hours. I challenged him, like, yo, like, what, let me see what you really got, man. I see you hooping, like, you good, but let me see what you really got. Like, yo, he's he's nice. <laughs> he's nice, so, man. He's like, ah, my ankles, yeah. bro. Right, but it, it's, cool, it's cool to see, like, the evolution of the game because, like, you know, the age that we live in, mm-hmm. a lot of videos are on YouTube. You can really study the game more than you ever have, and I think these kids are really doing that. Yeah. They're spending hours just watching the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that in mind, it gives them a great opportunity to pick up certain things at a, at a younger age. I've seen some really, really solid uh, young middle schoolers, like high elementary, like 10, 11, 12 years old. These kids are really good for their age, very advanced for their age. You can tell that they're studying the game. So um, it's a cool time that we're in right now for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't doubt it at all. Look how like, like analytical they get with YouTube videos. How how they be analyzing those videos and just watching other people play right. uh, video games and things like that. Right. Like YouTube is a huge application where like not only you can learn a bunch of stuff from other people, but you can share what you learn with a bunch of people. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? Like it's a really good platform, especially um, to highlight different individuals. As long as you as long as you didn't get dunked on, bro. I've never been dunked okay, on, good. and that would not happen. <laughs> good. Knock foul. on wood. Knock on wood. I'll foul wood. a kid. I swear. <laughs> <to you>. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I get a tech before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's funny. Yo, if I ever see that video, just know I'm gonna re- like repost. You gonna repost it? I mean, we might repost it on the hey. toast of the good feathers. I might put it on the website. No, no, <laughs> no publicity is bad publicity, man. Why don't you tag no, us? No, you're right. You're right. In the caption, not in the video. Like tag us in the caption. That's funny, man. That's funny. So, like, is basketball one of your your favorite sports? Oh, hands down, hands down, man. I started playing basketball like three, four years old. I actually didn't start playing organized basketball. Um, until 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on JV 10th grade, varsity for 11th and 12th. And, you know, funny story, crazy how things come full circle, you know. So I remember 2007, um, I had just got moved up from JV to varsity, and we played in the regional final on the road at PK Young High School in, uh, I'm sorry, PK Young Developmental Research School. Let me get it right. And they were stacked. Mine is 2007, February. Um, I ended up working at that school, like, in 2017, 10 years later. And some of the personnel that were there in 2017 were there in 2007. So I actually had some opportunity to talk about that experience with them. And they remembered the game. They remember when Mount Dora came to PK Young. We lost. We lost by, like, a few points, but it was a great game. I didn't get in because I just got moved up. But um, I just remember the atmosphere, and mm-hmm. it was crazy, crazy. Regional final to go to the state, mm-hmm. state semifinal, mm-hmm. you could imagine. So, yeah. um, again, it's just crazy how things come full circle, man. I worked at PK Young for, like, a year and some change. Mm-hmm. Uh, was able to work closely with their student athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, actually built a sports journalism program called Wave Runner uh, that's still in effect today, obviously not being ran by myself, but uh, the program is still there. So um, to have that type of effect in such a short amount of time to share those type of stories, it's crazy how life works. Amazing, bro. Amazing. That is pretty dope, man. Yeah. Like, I still haven't gone back to the, my high school, bro. And I'm, the 30 min- I'm 30 minutes away. Oh, come on, man. Bro, Go say what's up back. to the lunch lady, bro. Come on, man. You know, I will. you extra the cookies and all. Yeah, she yeah, did yeah. give me you, listen, you listen to the episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my guy, my guy, my guy. My whole Shout thing, to you, Brandon. My whole thing about listen. it, though, is like, yeah, I came from Port Charlotte in terms of like my high school. Right. But I don't like that area at the time. Because every time I go back, it just reminds me of certain experiences I had over there. And True. not all those experiences were, you know, good. So that's what kind of the reasons why I don't really go back over there. Because I feel like every time I go back over there, like, I get in a mood or I get in some sort of, like, mindset that's not positive for me. Mm. That's not, like, 
pushing forward. I feel like I'm being drugged back down once every time I go over there. So that's right. probably why I don't go over there. I do like it here, you know, in Fort Myers and Naples and Bonita Springs. Because when I'm over here, I feel productive. You know, right. I feel like, okay, what's next? What am I going to tackle next? What's right. my next goal? Right. Versus over there, I feel like there's like older connections I have, like feel obligated right. to, you know, get back to. And I'm like, right. nah. I'm not. I agree to. with you, champ. Yeah. I agree with you. And let, me, let me touch on that for a minute. That's very interesting. You say that, like, because um, even growing up in Mount Dora, like sometimes you feel the same vibes. Like, you know, it's a small, small, small city. Um, you might feel a little sense of stagnation when you go back. Mm-hmm. Um, I would challenge you. And you, I'm sure you probably feel like this in some way. Like you wish there was an element of forward progression that the city doesn't openly present itself to have. Mm hmm. What can you do personally to help create the change that you wish you would have within mm-hmm. that city? And you're already making the moves to do that, even with this podcast, with other endeavors that you have in your life. How can you go back to the city and be the beacon that you feel like it needs? Yeah. Think no, about see, it. see, you see why we brought him on the podcast, Strobo? Yeah, man. Like, yeah, he's over here. I can't wait to put this out. I mean, we got a couple episodes, you know, coming through, but yeah. Yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited for our listeners to hear you, bro. So before hey, man, before we get to, before we get to the toast, and that we haven't asked this in any of um any of our episodes yet, um, so what what would be some uh feedback you give on a uh, toast to the good fellas, um, some improvements that you see that you that you personally would want to see, you know, um, we, we want to hear, it, bro. We want to hear from you. Oh, um, again, I'm I'm gonna tell you the first thing that comes to mind. Um, I think it's cool when I hear other shows and podcasts that have like, how do I say it? Like themed games, if you will, where like it's a series of questions that are centered around like, oh, I know, I know exactly you know, what you know you're what talking I mean? about. Like, yeah. I saw this on a, a, a daytime talk show. They actually had Kanye on the show. Mm-hmm. It was a, from an interview from like 2013 or something like that. But mm-hmm. it was like, um, you have five seconds to describe blank in three words. Yeah. And I, it was just very engaging in mm-hmm. the moment that I was watching. Like the fan, like the audience was into it, Gay was into it, the host was into it. So I think uh, creating uh, some themed events that you can put on the show, maybe go on the back end of the show, just to uh, kick a different element yeah. to it all. That might be something to uh, look forward to. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Like I watch NFL Channel like every day, all day. Yeah. So like in their like fantasy football like segments, they have specific games that each of the different analysts like participate in right. that help move the, the segment along. And mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that feedback because that's a really great idea. Right. Like one thing that pops to my mind right now and I could put you on the spot is uh, well, how would you describe yourself in three adjectives? Uh, three adjectives. <laughs> I'm blessed. Blessed, okay. Um, headstrong. Headstrong. And relentless. Hey, bro, I like that. Three amazing terms right, right there. Right? That definitely describes Rome. He's definitely relentless in his like want to be successful and want to be an influencer and want to overall just be a good human being. So definitely fuck with that. My dog, my dog. Let's get to the question, Nick. So you know our tradition. You heard our episodes. We we asked our guests to make a toast to Southwest Florida. So we're going to ask you the same thing. If you were to give a toast to Southwest Florida, what would you want to say? A toast to Southwest Florida. And I'm coming from somebody like I've seen the city really build, man. Like moved here in 2009. It's 2019 right now. Uh, just have really seen the growth. So my toast would be. I dedicate this podcast, I dedicate these words to the forward advancement of the city. I dedicate this to the youth of the area who are all in their own ways striving to figure themselves out and uh, really assess what they want out of their lives for their families' lives. Uh, I dedicate this to the families that are raising these youths. Bless them, keep them in good spirits. Um, Allow them to recognize that um, if their child acts out in some type of way, it's not a reflection on the parent. They're just going through things, mm-hmm. but engage, talk. Um, I dedicate this to just positivity, to the growth, to love. And that's it. That's all I got. Every toast that we've had from our guests has been phenomenal, man. Mm-hmm. That, was, mm-hmm. that, was, that, was, that was, again, once again, that was a great, man. That was great. Yeah, man. Yo, so Rome, tell our guests and our um, listeners where they could find 
your information, your social media information. So on Twitter, we are R A W E underscore recruits. On Instagram, all one word R A W E recruits. Same thing on Facebook, R A W E recruits. Stands for reaching athletes with education. Quick funny story about that. It actually used to be a different acronym. It was stood for recruiting athletes with that with education, which doesn't really like make sense in the moment because recruits is already in the full word. Right, right. So uh, shout out my boy Jamal Corley, one of my great, great friends who's done a lot with Raw over the past couple of years. I remember he was speaking to a parent and he misspoke the acronym. He said reaching athletes with education when it was not that. And I caught it in earshot and I was like, that's brilliant. That's just better. It's just better. We're going to roll with that from here on out. And I actually told him that story like a year later. And we had a, we just had a great laugh about it. He was just so um, appreciative of the fact that a mistake could help catapult us into what we are today. So um, dope. shout out to my dog, Jamal. One man's trash is another one's treasure, right? That's yes, how the saying goes. <laughs> yes, sir. <Okay. laughs> man, that's dope, man. That's definitely dope. Like, Again, this podcast is specifically built to reach the listeners of Southwest Florida and to kind of give them guidance of the different types of people that are here, that the different types of people that are creating content, the different types of people that are hustling, that are out there, you know, trying to make a better world for everybody to be able to, you know, co-live in. So we appreciate you, Ron, for being on the show. My man. Absolutely, I appreciate y'all man. having me, man. I was so excited when we had a chance to talk yeah, about man. the opportunity Yeah, man, when we move into our here. studio space, you know, um, definitely we'd probably, like, probably bring on the past guests and yeah, get absolutely. them on video as well, bro. Mm-hmm. But we definitely had to catch you while you were in town, man. Yeah, man. You know, definitely sure. share your stuff because it's been very influential to me and to um, those who are close to me. So, man, oh, we really appreciate you mm-hmm. for being here, bro, and um, can't wait to put it out. Yeah, I'm excited for it, man. I just again, thanks for the encouragement. You know, I, I you have my support with building this. Whatever I could do to push the mission forward, let me know. Absolutely, man. We appreciate you, dog. Yo, Alan, another episode in the books. Another Close one it. in the books, man. Episode seven, Toast to the Good Fellows, Raw Recruits, Jerome Alexander, read the first. The first. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know where you can find us. You can find us on Instagram at Toast to the Good Fellows. That's Toast to number two. The Good Fellows. You can email us at Toast to the Good Fellows at gmail.com. You can send us messages on Facebook at Toast to the Good Fellows. Yo, we are pretty much on everything. So if you want to reach out to us, we'll definitely uh, hit you up and back and let you know what we can do we want to know your story if you have funny links or you have any ideas for those games that rome was talking about mm-hmm. you want to shoot to us let us know man this is uh yeah Nicholas check here. out the website check out the website yeah too. check out our website man yo the website yo shout out to alan for the website man he's doing a hey, great it's still, job it's still it still needs some editing but you know he's doing I'm a try, good job i'm trying i'm trying to know the wordpress wizard the yeah, wordpress wizard Get a shirt. It's been pretty fun. Hey, man. My name's Nicholas. Alan. And this is Toast of the Good Fellas. We out.